And see if they're any good. I'm DJ. This is Damon taking a sip of wine. I'll give him a little bit more time. This is Damon. And he's taking another sip. Uh, just uh, this is Damon Russell Xanthopoulos weighing in at 150. Thank you. <laughs> what a nice man. <laughs> 150,000 pounds. Oh, you didn't let me finish. I didn't. I should have. You caught me on the other side of the word. How's it going, Damon? I'm fine. I am very excited about what we're talking about today because... Very excited. Yes, because... You seemed evasive and weird when I texted the idea. That is because I do not care for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That actually squares with my experience. This all checks out. Uh, Well, my original opposition was that I think... So today, to, to spoil the no, mystery... No, just keep it. Bury the lead. playing Super Mario Bros. 2. Did you know that actually is an abbreviation for brothers? It's not oh. a complete sentence, because you see the period, you're like, Super Mario Bros. But it's actually... It's not a sentence. So you're uh, saying... It's an abbreviation Bros. for brothers. Bros. Stands for... Bro- that doesn't make any sense, because there's a I think it's a translation there. thing. I think it's a translation. Shouldn't it be Bros.? Um, yeah, we're playing Super Mario Brothers 2 on the NES, classic NES system, um, and I my objection was, why don't we play Super Mario Brothers period one, the original. Veto first. immediate. Damon said no. Tell me why, Dan. Because it's already a classic. I don't need to revisit that. The very idea that Super Mario Brothers 2 is not also a classic is objectionable by me. Really? I feel like it's me, the black sheep me. of this whole series. I am just... It's weird. And that's saying something for a game that predominantly focuses on killing tyrannical turtle people. I think it's weird in a way that all Mario Brothers are weird and is different. But it's I a very different shade of weird. But I think it's like, you know... Regular Mario is like periwinkle weird and this is royal blue weird. Well, you know, like the Beatles like... Came out with uh, Sergeant Pepper's. Like they were like, "Hey, we're doing this now." And but then they kept doing that. They didn't like have Sergeant Pepper's and like, "Fuck it, I want to hold your hand." Three. <laughs> I feel like Super Mario's Brothers Three is also different. But I feel like it's back to the original weirdness. You're not picking up radishes. You're not lifting people up and throwing them around. You've got a raccoon. Uh, thing yeah, I ate flying? a flower. Now I can shoot a whoa uh, fireballs at but people. Raccoons don't fly. I'm not saying. Any of this makes sense. I'm just saying I feel like they're equally weird. We'll talk about Super Mario. Do we need to talk about Super Mario Bros. 3? Super Mario Bros. 3 is the greatest of the series. I mean, I think I think that's arguably true. Um, I say it's inarguably true, although people will argue it with me, which makes it arguable. Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Uno is a classic. Like, it set the tone for video games for years, if not even still to this day, to some extent. Uh, it sold the NES. I crush every turtle I see with my feet to this day. (laughs) 
That's really sorry, San Diego Zoo. I've got standards. A really disturbing image that <laughs> I just pictured. So we decided we're maybe later we'll we'll talk about the original. But we decided to play Super Mario Brothers one on our own just as some background, and we did. I don't know if you did your homework, but we did. Oh, I did. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit first? Playing Mario Brothers one. Yeah, I lied. I didn't get a chance to do it. Okay, but it is a game. Uh, has blue skies, sometimes black skies. <clears throat> we uh, started playing there it. There are bushes in it. We learned a couple of things. Uh, <laughs> one, uh, my wife Lauren is a lot better at it than I am. I mm. died many times immediately. But we both immediately went to the warps and were like at world eight within like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. You can, you can do that game in like five minutes. That is... The only way that I played when I was little. So I don't know what happens. I know there's like, that's not true because I must have early on before everybody figured out the warps and told everybody else. I remember uh, my cousin Amy telling me about the original Super Mario Brothers before I had ever played it. Uh huh. And she, her favorite thing was that when he dies, he just kind of shrugs. Whoops. And so she would like jump up in, her, in the air to show me. I guess the princess is going to die. Yeah. This is on you, really, buddy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, so you haven't been to the hellscape that is World 5-3? Tell me about it. It's, I remember there's just a lot of Hammer Brothers, and they're not up above. They're just walking around. Mm. Um, Hammer Bros. Hammer Bros. <laughs> uh, Bros. Yeah, I once got laid, thanks to my... Okay. Uh, my uh, abilities at Mario Brothers 1. I beat the game in like six minutes, and the man I was with was very impressed and you think that's what did it yeah that was the clincher right <laughs> certainly didn't say anything funny on the date <laughs> it wasn't like that date where i named all nine supreme court justices and that guy never called me again mm. can you do it right if now? anything's more fuckable than knowing the nine supreme court justices <laughs> What is? Oh, we all have different things we find attractive. What are the? Did you challenge me? What are the current Supreme Court justices? Actually, it's been a while since I named them, so we've got a few new names in there. Let's talk. Big lady on campus. Yeah, also a very notorious, very little lady on campus. RBG. Mm -hmm. You've got Elena Kagan. Yep. Sotomayor. Yep. Stephen Breyer. Ooh, that's the one I didn't know. That's the one I would have been stumped Never on. forget the Bry. Yeah. He was on Stephen Colbert's first week of uh, Late Shows. Sure. You got uh, Kennedy. Yeah. You've got, I once put a pubic hair on a can of Coke, Thomas. Yep. Uh, you got Neil Gorsuch, yep. new guy. I like to call him. What are we on? I got two more. Who am I forgetting? Who's the Who's the guy that was supposed to? Get the seat. Merrick, the ghost of Merrick Garland yeah. floating in the background. I, I call Gorsuch not Garland. <laughs> That's what I call him. Uh, oh, no. Who am I forgetting? That's seven, by the way. You're oh, John two. Roberts and Samuel Alito. Okay. I the two the two tall guys the two wa- tall white guys I have no way of knowing if that's correct <laughs> there's so. no way to find out nope they meet in secret <laughs> <laughs> um so. I guess the the big thing with the oh and Joe, you can call me anytime. 
Who, who's Joe? That's the guy who never called me. Oh, again. okay, okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of which Supreme Court justice's first <laughs> name was Joe. I called John Marshall, the first Supreme uh, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. I call him Joe. Yeah, and I refer to his ghost to call me. Of course you do, because that's a thing I'm into. William Rehnquist. <laughs> that is a name. Good job. <laughs> he was uh, put on the court by Richard Nixon and was the chief justice when we were kids. That was probably our first Supreme Court justice, maybe. Mm. Actually, I can't back that up. It's probably He also added stripes to his fucking robe, mm. which I thought as a kid, like, oh, that's the chief justice robe. Yeah, but that was and just then a the, thing And then John did. Roberts came in and was like, no, that's, he's just a dick, I guess. You that. can't just put racing stripes on the robe, Rehnquist. Anyway, um, and that's Super Mario Bros. too, <laughs> and it's related because they're super judges. <laughs> they judge the most. So, also, if William Rehnquist pulls five radishes, big radishes, out of the ground in a row, he gets a right. a stop timer, and he gets to do the uh, the game. The uh, oh yeah, get used to hearing that. The the shit. What is that word? When I jack the no, the lever and the pulling. Yes, thing. the lever and the pulling and the nice you lady. See how many slot machine lever pulling actions <laughs> Damon and I are doing right now, trying to think of the words. Slot you machine. know the thing. Um, so when this came out, it was young. We were young enough that I was just on board. It was a new Mario game. Yeah, I didn't even. I was know, an idiot. I didn't. I, I just did whatever the corporation told me to do. I remember playing this with my. Uh, there was a couple of kids uh, that lived next door to my grandparents, Billy and Jenny Powers. Um, they're very nice kids, and Billy, Power Hour. You would say, Billy you and head I over for a Power Hour and play would, Mario Two. We would call it Power Hour. No, we would. <laughs> and you would drink sixty beers. I also remember that, uh, and I may have mentioned this in an earlier uh, podcast, but he also would always talk about um, Kitty Cars, this game that he really liked, which was Kid Kid Icarus was the name of the game, (laughs) but he called it Kitty Cars, which, you know, we were like, yeah, kids are morons, you know? Yeah. Um, But so when this came out, when Super Mario Bros. 2 came out, um, I was just like, yeah, it's a new Mario game. Let's do it. And then you were like, there's a transgendered uh, bird mini boss. Yeah. Birdo. The first theory. That uh, shoots uh, eggs out of its mouth. Mm-hmm. Which is something that transgender people can do. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, JK, uh, we should fight for transgender rights. I'm just making a bad joke. Yeah. Um, they, they uh, in general, cannot shoot. Well, they can shoot eggs out of their mouth, I guess, if they want to. But it's not. They a- should be able to do, shoot as many eggs out of their mouth <laughs> as cisgendered people should. Um, Sorry, else? Neil Gorsuch. I assume you're probably, probably. a dick about it. Uh, we'll find out, I guess. And point. it's the same boss. I mean, you essentially fight Birdo or Ostro or whatever the fuck his name is. You fight him every... Yeah, and then... You fight her. Sorry, I misgendered the transgender character already. You fight her every... At the end of every round, except for the end right. and level then of a Because then you have to go through world. the, like, bur- the hawk mouth Ugh. to get to the next level. But then... What the hell, Mario One two? of the times the hawk mouth it attacks, attacks you. you. Mm-hmm. And then you have to hit it before going into its mouth. And then you fight King Wart? Is that what his name is? Yeah, Wart. Wart. Is it a king? 
I mean, he wears a little crown, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Um, like King Hippo. And he, that's, this is his one and only appearance, right? And then they. Yeah, one and done. I remember this. Don't pretty, mess with perfection. He's like the James Polk of Super Mario villains. <laughs> I'm always saying that. <laughs> um, and then I know at the end of this, they tried to be like, huh, wink, wink. By Will making, he be back? Well, no. they made it like a dream. Remember the. Like when you see the credits, it's yeah. it's Mario sleeping. I didn't beat this until like college, I think. Oh. I think on the Super Nintendo they released all the Mario games on Super Nintendo, like revamped into sixteen bit, and I think I beat it in that. Maybe it wasn't college, but like uh, middle school, high school. Yeah, and uh, that's the only time I beat it. And yeah, and then who the fuck? I'm beating. The, I'm saving these fairy children. Not in a derogatory. Way. I think they're literal. <laughs> they're actual fairy children. Capcom, yeah. Subcon, who the fuck are you? And then they, um, this is the one, the first game where you can choose to be other characters. Yeah. Like you can uh, be Luigi, which is, this is the first time they were like, Luigi's different than Mario. He's taller, he right. jumps higher, and then you could be Princess Peach. She floats. Princess Toadstool still at this time. Toadstool, yeah. And then you could also of course be, she was in the Witness Protection Program because of- right. <laughs> I want to keep the princess. I want to lose the toadstool. Move to Peach. She just realized it was not a very great sounding last name. No. Um, and then and you, you got Toad. You could be Toad, who is always my favorite. Toad is my favorite as well. Yeah. yeah. People don't realize he can pick things up the fastest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. People don't realize that? I thought that was common knowledge. I mean, it's in the booklet, of course. But I think every time I talk to people about this game, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I played princess all the way through. I'm like... You gotta be strategic. She Toad is good in levels where you have to pick things up really fast. Yeah. Princess is great for ice levels because she can just kind of float above. Oh, she's great. Yeah. You can. I mean, of all the characters, she if you have to be like, you have to play this game with only one character, I would pick Princess every day of the week. Really? Oh, yeah. Tell me why. Because she can float. There's parts you can skip over whole parts of the level. You don't need to get because mad. Because she can float. You don't need to get angry with me. <clears throat> The only downside is that the uh, sexism inherent in the game makes her the slowest to picking up things because mm. of her weak girl arms. Oof. Thanks, Shigeru Miyamoto. I don't even know if you were involved in the production of this game. I assume you were, though. Yeah. It seems like we have uh, pretty solid memories of this game. Um, I played this one a lot because this might surprise you. Being a gay egghead didn't garner me many friendships, so huh. I had to spend a lot of time... Playing and replaying over and over Mario games I had already beaten. Um, I have some excellent news for you. Which is what? We have... I have friends now? In this household... No, no, no. Definitely not that. In this household... I was hoping you were going to open a door and they'd all be here. <laughs> here they are. Here's the guy that never called you back. Joe! Come on in, Joe. Um, in this house, we have a uh, still operational Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, we're actually going to play it on the Ridge Cyst? And um, because it's hooked to the TV upstairs, we're going to be sitting on the floor. (laughs) Oh, good. Do you have some Cheez-Its I could be eating? Uh, We could go get some Mm -hmm. Mm Cheez-Its. So, yeah, we're going to play this on the original NES. If you have, like, a later system, like a Wii, we have it on, um, you can get it on the uh, virtual console there. Uh, You can find it all kinds of places. Or on one of those tiny little NES classics that they were selling last year, if you happen to get one of those. If you were like the Sultan's kid who got them all, I assume. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, we're gonna play Super Mario Brothers Two, Back in the Habit, mm-hmm. and uh, then we'll be shipwrecked in a few minutes. 
Yeah. You know, Damon. Yes, DJ. Much friend. like my friend uh, Super Mario and Super Mario Brothers Two. I had a. It's dream. interesting that you pronounced when you were addressing him as a person. It's Mario, but when it's the game, it's Mario. I think that's interesting. But yeah, that's just how he prefers it, I guess. Well, he's your friend. You know how in that game he it's all he has a dream. And- <laughs> Uh, I also had uh-huh. a dream. I had a dream oh, that uh-huh. I see we where were, we're going now. <laughs> we lived in a world where you and I is this a Martin Luther King reference or a Mario Brothers reference? You and I were supported by patrons on a page called patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot. Our friends and uh-huh. our fans they helped support us. They helped us pay for the bandwidth. They helped us pay for upgrades and equipment. They helped us pay for advertising so that more people listen to the show. Uh, all kinds of good stuff like that. And I also had a dream that in return they got... Uh, is this a second dream or is it within the it's first sub, dream? Subcon. Uh-huh. Sub, Subcon. Subcon mm-hmm. uh, version of the dream. Part of the dream. It's a dream within a dream. I had a dream within a dream. <laughs> and that like dream Mowage. within a dream was uh-huh. that... Uh, uh, they also got uh, they got to hear the episodes first. They okay. got uh, episodes that were uh, not heard by anybody else. They got uh, if they gave enough to support us, they got uh, drawings by you. They got songs yeah. by me. Um, they got their names mentioned later on in the podcast. Um, they got their names mentioned in the credits of the podcast. Like just all kinds of cool stuff like that. And, um, and then I woke up and I realized it wasn't a dream at all. <laughs> Yeah. Twist! You and I went on a picnic, and I, <laughs> we found a set of stairs, and it led to a world in which that were true. I had a dream once uh, where character actress Allison Janney was my mom. <laughs> so, you know, we both have dreams is what I'm getting at. We are back. Uh, we just finished playing. Well, we played <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. We definitely 2. there was definitely an end point, so we yeah. finished playing. We it just wasn't the end point that the game would declare the end point. We we sat crisscross applesauce up on upstairs until in my front knees of the TV. were like uh, you're gonna have to, <laughs> and then we took stretch breaks. <laughs> Uh, Lauren, Damon, and I uh, took turns playing, and then eventually just gave it to Damon because he was doing much better. <laughs> we were, uh, and we—that's why my notes are so minimal for this. Yeah, because you were playing most of the time. I was over here just taking notes. I was doing a lot of the grunt work. I like to call it the grunt work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can, it's not can, easy making a podcast. I can concede this right now. Uh, you are much better at this game than I am, as is Lauren. But uh, you are much much better. Uh, so. I don't know if you want to glow. Well, you for a know, uh, do you want to just first off, Do you want to live in it's it? It's not easy. It takes a lot of practice, a yeah. lot of uh, hand-eye coordination, yes. a lot of loneliness, a lot of uh, creating situations where you reenact arguments you've had with real people, but where you win in the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it requires a lot of just you know uh, knowing a lot of the lore of Middle Earth. It requires that. 
Um, it requires um, repressed sexuality, so there's not even an urge to want to go on dates. So you're just like, Mario 2, right now, t- next 12 hours. Well, you, you know, this came out in uh, 19... 19- it's just a perfect storm of <laughs> building that talent. <laughs> you know, I'd like out- to thank my in- mom <laughs> and evangelical Christianity. For just really, like... Pushing just, just any other emotions Forcing down. any other urges I might have as a young man down into the pit of my stomach so that I have anger management issues and a real penchant for Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> uh, this did not come back to me, uh, the <laughs> skills necessary. I did have more than I have now at some point. I wouldn't say I was ever, like, you know, blasting through speedruns, but... Uh, you weren't wrecking them to utes? No. Um, as we call it in the speedrun biz? Yep. Um, that's recording them this to YouTube. Did the come way. out when I was six, so I was definitely, you know, like I was rolling on the social scene for sure. Mm-hmm. Banging chicks, yeah, smoking doobies. Star of the six-year-old football team. <laughs> what a pointless team that must have been. I'm just imagining the children muttering about in a field. So we would have been in what, like first grade kindergarten when this came yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? I remember one of my distinct memories of Mario Brothers 2 is not actually playing it, but being in the basement of my uncle's house with my cousin Rachel, coloring in a coloring book of Mario Brothers 2 scenes. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. Is it? Well, I can't imagine like kids today in a in their uncles, their respective uncles' basements with their respective cousins Rachel and sure. coloring in uh, you know, a Bioshock 2 coloring book. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's what six year olds are playing. They're not playing Bioshock. Give me give me some names. Give me some games. Uh, games and names. Names of games. I don't know what are Why did I sound like a witch? I can't think of games. Then. I'm not very there are too many games. I can't keep up with So them. what I heard was Damon, you're right. Yeah, sure. It was a different time, a simpler time, a more godly time. Um, I wrote down... I literally have no notes, so I'm just going to be trying to derail you as much as possible, so you have to be on point. Otherwise known as, we're recording a podcast. (laughs) I'll tell you what you do have on your notebook is a very good shy guy drawing. I drew a shy guy. Um, My pumpkin last year was a shy guy. Um, Not nearly as good as that, because I'm not... Your wife, who Mm. is within earshot of us, your wife... Said that they look like loaves of bread. She did. <laughs> she she Which said, she's not wrong. They. She said they. She always thought they were walking <laughs> bread <and> loaves. <laughs> Which with masks. makes as much sense as some faceless masked man. It's true. It really. It, who yeah. is of really no danger? There's almost a feeling of like you're. I mean, I'll say that. Well, I'll just say this. Mario Two seems a lot more cruel than Mario Brothers One in that. You can ride these characters, so them touching you isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah. you'll still get injured, but you can land on top of them, and you won't kill them. Yeah. You have to actively pick them up yeah. and throw them yeah. into their friends, into crevasses, into sometimes other horrible... Like, one was... the One of the cruelest that we did was we threw a shy guy into quicksand, and you watch him you just struggle. Watch him, his, you his watch little his little legs! Yeah. It is pretty cruel. Um, most of what I have is just sort of, like, observation, so I don't know how long this is going to last. This might be a short episode, but... Uh, I think it's going to be great, because I'm going to just say things. <laughs> yeah, really stretch this out. Uh, make sure we got some good content. Um, 
one of the things that I didn't remember or just content. Yeah, sure. That's what I'm really good at. Um, you can go on both sides of the screen. Like if you go out to the right, you come off the left side or if you yeah. go off to the right and you come on the left side, that's which a whole is, do- like, that's a, like a very, uh, like in the Mario brothers arcade game, you would do that. Yeah. You would, if you walk to the left, you'd pop out in the right side. Yeah. And so it's an interesting thing. And, um, if you have work, we'll get into the history of, of this game a little bit later. Cause we, we watched this, um, d- a short documentary on YouTube, which I recommend if, uh, People the gaming historian. Find, he does a whole episode yeah. of Mario Two. It was actually pretty interesting. We were just kind of like, I, I just put it on. You had you said you had already watched it, and so it was like, oh, I'm just gonna watch the first thing. But it was interesting enough that we were like, oh, I'll just watch the whole thing. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that later. But um, that was one of the things that was interesting about this is it's more of a there's a lot more uh, vertical up and down uh, in this movie. Or in this movie, in this game, then it was a game. We were actually those characters were jumping well, because we I instructed them it. via a button. I did just watch. It. <laughs> you mostly played, um, but yeah, you can go out left and right sides of the screen, and it's got the uh, the dream intro. So at, we mentioned in the beginning, it is a, the whole thing is supposed to be a dream, but there's also like a. Well, you don't know that what you're actually playing is a dream, right? You don't know that until later. Sorry, uh, but in the very beginning, it does give. It's got like a paragraph, and it's kind of stupid. Yeah, if you just don't press start and just let the intro go, it'll tell you. It says that you know Mario the had stupid a, setup. Mario had a dream mm-hmm. of a, already. You know that someone's winging it, just right. like Fuck. of this crazy world, and then he woke up, and then they they went on a picnic together. <laughs> Uh, presumably all four of the characters went yep. on a character uh, on a picnic together and then they found a set of stairs and when they walked up the stairs it led to the world that he had dreamed of right. which is pretty lazy storytelling <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the game when you beat it it ends with more lazy storytelling by basically saying and then mario woke up right yeah um, so he had a dream within his dream that he was having a dream of the dream he was having. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, sure. It makes sense. That's Mario. And that's, years. um, this is where, um, they got the idea for Inception. <laughs> Christopher Nolan played this game. And uh, was Cillian like, Murphy was the original choice that. to play Mario. Mm-hmm. And John Leguizamo was originally going to be Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Inception. That's how <laughs> That's it how all it comes all together. Came together. Um, I like that you have the little potions that take you to the upside down. Like you, uh, you grab a potion out of the ground. This game's all about lifting things from the root. It's all about gardening and uh, yeah. horticulture. You you lift things up, and a lot of times it's vegetables which you use to strike enemies with. Um, and you can also Uh sometimes pull up these clocks that will stop all the enemies. It like freezes them. You'll sometimes pull up a pow brick or a turtle shell or a bomb, a bomb, and sometimes a bomb and, or just, yeah, a bomb. And then Mm -hmm. there's also, uh, sometimes it's a potion, which if, when you throw it opens a door or, um, shows a door and then you go through the door and it takes you to the upside down and there's the Demogorgon and, you're being attacked. Eleven is there. Ego waffles, something like that. Yeah, but you're in the. You're in I the sort of lost it around episode <laughs> seven through ten, but you get the idea. But there's a, 
Yeah, there's like the upside down where you can get coins from the same roots. You can get a mushroom a to mushroom. increase your life stamina yeah. bar or what have you. It all makes sense. It all yeah, actually. it all is just real logical and just makes complete sense. Um, there's the little birds with eyes wide shut masks. <laughs> oh. we, we didn't. Everyone's got fucking masks, but they yeah. have creepy. They have sex the, masks. the uh, Lauren pointed out those are the uh, old school like doctor. Like when they used to, yeah, the black plague masks. Yeah, they used to wear those uh, masks with the, like the big bird noses. Mm-hmm. Um, and presumably, these are actually birds, but they still are wearing masks, and it's it's pretty creepy. But they're called tweeters, which is pretty <laughs> cute. And also, there's this scene where they're having sex with Nicole Kidman, but there's a bunch of other people like watching. Yeah, and they're just like there. It's very strange. Um, and that was um, Mario's last thing he did before he died. <laughs> Didn't direct, they had to finish it without him. Didn't direct any more films after that. What else you got? You got anything over there? You're just going to look at your Shy Guy picture and see if you can come I'm up with like, some? Wow, that's really good Shy Guy. <laughs> One of the things I think is weird in this game is that there are... I mean, it sort of follows the early video game logic like, oh, we're going to have a grass level and we'll have a desert and we'll have an ice level. Right. And then this one's just like, and we'll have a desert level again. Right. Two and six are both desert levels. Yeah. And I have to say, it's probably the most chipper last level I've ever seen where it's just like, we don't even bother with new music. It's yeah. bright blue skies in the last level. It's just like, whatever. And it's a level seven, which normally it's a level eight, even in. Yeah. It's, uh, when, when you find out um, in the history of the game that it was created as a tie-in for some Japanese, uh, what was it, like a tumbling event or gymnastics event? Yeah, some sort of event. uh, That they later superimposed Mario characters onto. It makes a lot of sense. It's like, uh, we're going to have seven levels of three worlds each until you get to the seventh level, and then it'll just be two worlds. It's just like they ran out of like, fuck it. We're done. We're done. And it had a very like uh, like sort of Arabian like uh, vibe to it, right? Which I never noticed until we saw like the original cut of the original game, right? Yeah, because everyone's wearing turbans in that one. But once you replace them all with Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Princess, you sort of lose that Arabian feel. Well, so uh, which is also where the flying carpet comes from, I guess. Uh, yeah. No. <sighs> yeah. And the creepy masks, I guess. Everyone's wearing... Oh, that's not really an Arabian thing. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know. There well, no, no, I do know what the fuck that is. The Japanese event they're tying it into, everyone was wearing these weird masks. Yeah. So everyone in the game is wearing creepy masks. Yeah. Game, quit weirding everyone out. Yeah, there's the, the, the flying... Basically, it's just a mask that, like, when you grab the key, it, like, follows you. Fanto. Like, Fanto, you yeah. mean? And I always thought of that one. I, I brought this up to you, and, and you vaguely remembered. So, do you? So I'm going <laughs> so to bring it up, up now. Again. Maybe you, listener, do you guys remember the, the? I don't remember what they're called, but they were like cookies that they were kind of sandwich cookies, like were they cheap cookies? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were like like they were like Kroger brand cookies or something. No, they weren't. They weren't uh, Pathmark cookies, grocery store brand, but they were like not. They were not like top shelf. They weren't mm-hmm. like your Oreos, but they were. They were like like Oreos. half fifty percent of them. You knew would just be broken and cracked. Like no, 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 no. Right. But they had faces on them, and they were like one side was chocolate, and the other side was vanilla, and they 
like had that that mask looks always reminded me of that and made me want to eat those cookies. Would the cream would the mask holes actually have cream poking out of them? Yes. Yeah, creepy. I think creepy. So. I could be misremembering, but that's how I remember it. But that always the flying mask always made me be like, I wonder what happened to those cookies. One of the things you brought up and so does Does Grandma still have some of those? Can I go get some? <laughs> they expired in nineteen eighty four, but she does have them. Grandma Phillips always had, always had uh, butter cookies, Ooh. just like the ones that like no, little like no. flour, yep, shaped with a circle. Yes, gimme. Those are really good. They they're like pl- the plainest cookies. So you're like, oh man. And you then, eat one and you're like, I'm not gonna eat any more of these. And then, and then, and then like 28, <laughs> you're like cookie monster. Nothing's actually going down your throat. You're just putting cookies in your. One mouth. time when I was in college, I just got those because I had like a nostalgic feeling, and I was like, Grandma always had those cookies. And then I went and got them, and it wasn't right. Something wasn't. I mean, Do you I need ate them. Grandma I watching ate them you all, but but like it was. But you were crying the whole time. It would. It just didn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Uh, one of the things I do like about this game that you touched on was the verticality of the game. Uh, yeah. It doesn't... I guess originally, uh, the original Japanese game that was a non-Mario game was going to be all vertical, and they realized they couldn't really... They didn't have the capability to do it. But almost every other... Like, every board, it seems, or every level has, like, a vertical part of it. Yeah. Either where you're climbing up or one level that we played where you're... Yeah, literally just falling. Yeah, you're just falling the whole time. For the entire Avoiding time. Avoiding spikes and Avoiding stuff. razor sharp yeah. spikes coming out of the ground. Um, in your case, avoiding them. In my case, falling onto them. <laughs> and uh, but um, I thought that was really interesting. It's not something you see a lot in in games at the time, or at least to my memory, um, yeah. of just climbing. And you wouldn't be able to see at all what was ahead of you. Because right. unlike with a side-scrolling nature, uh, the camera, as it were, would follow you along. But with this, it would be like there would be a screen, and once you'd reach the top of the screen, it would then jump up to show you the next portion of the the level. Um, So it was kind of like you would sort of just be like, oh, I guess I'll just keep climbing this vine and hope everything's okay. Um, which I, I kind of liked about this game. Yeah, it was it was kind of interesting. And then the same thing if you were falling down, like you'd reach oh. the bottom of the screen and then it'd scroll down. And you'd be like, oh, there's some spikes to avoid. Yeah. I'm on the wrong side. Um, I'm going to die. I'm, and I have to I get my affairs in order. <laughs> I've As a, a princess, I, I need to figure out what's going on with the Toadstool Kingdom. Who's my heir? Toad, um, Toad, can you hear me? Uh, this was cool that you had like the squat and jump. Like to like oh, get a more powerful jump. jump, you could just squat until your character flashed, and then just like in real life, yeah, just that's like why there are so many clips of Michael Jordan just squatting in the middle of a until basketball he court, flashes, and then he like put his tongue out, yeah, and then boop, right and then there. he took the sports ball and put it in the goal box. <laughs> I have a note here that says um, DJ is very bad at this. Did you oh. write that in my notes? I didn't write that. Huh. Let me see the handwriting. No, it was me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> making a little joke. I was ready to get all CSI on you. Um there were a couple of warps. We did we did hit the warps. Um because we wanted to originally our plan was to uh try to beat the game, uh, but we also didn't want to be here until 
3 a.m. So and eventually you didn't want to be here. We hit some, some warps. And then also we were like, okay, Damon, you just play because <laughs> we're just dying. And then, so, and then we, we also gave up on that and watched the end. We got soups close. We got very though. close. We got to world seven, two, right? Seven, one, seven, one. And then seven, two is the last level. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched that on YouTube. Um, As any human in 2017 would. Yeah. Um, it's but there, pretty much the same feeling of euphoria. There was a thing that I forgot about and, and, but really enjoy, which is the rocket where you like pull up a radish from the ground, but it's actually a, a, a rocket you, that just encloses you automatically, takes you up, throws you up into the sky, explodes within minutes and you safely land on the ground. Well, thank it, God. It, I don't know. If so you it's jump- the shittiest rocket of all time. <laughs> I don't know if it drops you out or if you just jump out. Because you're like, oh, this is a shitty rocket. Right. Because it was in the ground. But it takes you uh, up a level, and then you jump out, and then it immediately explodes. It's kind of crazy. Who are your... So we talked a little bit about this. Did your ideas change on who's the best characters in this game? Well, I didn't get, like, adequate at this in the today. Like, we just played a little bit, and I was like, uh-huh. I'm very bad. You know, and if we had played for... If I had, like... If I had been my by myself or if we didn't want to kind of go ahead and finish recording this podcast, I, I probably would have played a little bit longer and gotten some of my skills back and right. been like, oh, okay. Cause Toad was always my guy, but, uh, watching, um, I always knew that princess was where you go on the ice levels just because yeah. she can float above. But you, you made me turn me around a little bit on, uh, on Luigi on some of the high jumping levels. Luigi. I mean, he's really difficult. Yeah. So uh, as an actor, one yeah, uh, throwing a fit in his trailer again. But two people I will never never work with again: David O. Russell, <laughs> Luigi Mario. Both of them called Lily Tomlin a cunt, which is surprising. Oof. Yeah, you don't do that. She's a fucking legend. <laughs> She's a goddamn legend. Um, yeah, he's he's really difficult to work so with. So unwieldy. I'm just going to say that every so time. So unwieldy. He jumps the highest, but it's just like. He might as well just be jumping into goddamn space because he's yeah. just like floating all over the place. He he sort of hovers, but he just jumps really high. He, he does doesn't kick have his little legs. He does <laughs> kick his little legs, which is adorable. He lands. He sort of skids a little bit. Yeah. more than kind of handles like he's always on ice a little bit. Uh, he's like a stick shift. You really just got to get used to it. But sure. you're gonna have a lot of fun once you get the hang of it. Okay. That's what I've heard about stick shifts. Okay, hot I don't rod. know. Okay. I don't know anything. Yeah. It's just what I've heard from straight dudes in like the you first are- scene of a porno before the actual sex starts. They're just like Damon saying watched- things that straight guys would say. So they're like, it's like a stick shift. You know, you have a lot of fun. And then they're like, a stick shift? What? I just came to deliver you pizzas. And you're like, I thought we were doing the car thing, not the pizza thing. And then the other guy's like, well, should we just be having sex now? <laughs> you know, you know pornos. Damon watched one episode of Top Gear and he thinks he's <laughs> fucking Dale Jr. over here. Um, Is he on Top Gear? No, but he's a race car driver. <laughs> I know stuff. You brought in two things. Great guy. You brought in two things. NASCAR and... Top Gear. Yeah. And I brought the straightest thing of all, gay porn. (laughs) If you were to put, like, immediately dump a straight guy and just be like, you're gay now. That would be the, the the straightest gay thing there is. Gay porn? Yeah. Because that's where all the straight guys are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just here for a check. Doesn't make any sense, this thought experiment <laughs> that I just laid out. Um, we're doing the gayest stuff, but we're all the straightest guys. I 
one thing I like about because we have a, a Wii entertainment yeah. system as well, and you have a Super Wii or whatever it's called. That's what it's called. Wii U, mm-hmm. um, Uber Wii. It, uh, Nietzsche brought it up, but I mean <laughs> Nintendo actually executed it. Uber Winch, Winch, <laughs> Winch. Um, you gotta stay with me. You gotta stay with me. Am I not staying with you? No, you motherfucker. Maybe I should be in charge of the beat. Echo. You're fired. With good cause. But one of the things I liked about playing it on. The actual NES is that we got some of those NES glitches. Uh, Me sliding all over the place. At one point, uh, Lauren was playing, and the screen just started freaking out. So we had to, and we didn't want to turn it off because we would lose where we were in the game. Which was all the way to one, two. <laughs> so we could switch the controllers, and it worked fine until you started playing, it and it did start kind of locking up on you. Right, I would just keep going He's forward. Lying. I would just keep going forward. It was it was weird. It was crazy. It was the game. Yeah, no, it was. Um, and then we did have to reset at some point. Um, I can't we got to hit why. the reset button for the fifth time in our lives. Yeah, and we didn't have to do the uh, take the cartridge out and blow because it worked right away. But uh, you did get some of the like the slowdown. There's a part in uh, pretty early on, like maybe one two or one three, where there's like a lot of characters on screen screen. and they're all moving and it just always slows down at that one part like it's just kind of slow-mo for a minute i always remember that in that i mean in almost every nintendo game that happens and i'm just like hey legend of zelda why don't you just take one of these guys away right yeah and it'll be fine you're telling me that didn't happen when you were beta testing this (laughs) or it did and you were just like fuck it ship it they'll figure it out yeah they're eight they don't know. Um, they just spent $50 on this. <laughs> um, I'm just going to hit some of these other highlights. The uh, I really like the Ninja Star guys. The, the ninjas. Ninjas. They are um, cute. They look like Maggie Simpson when she was in her snow gear. Yes. Yeah, she just fall over in the very first... Yeah. Uh, you got the whales that you can walk on, and then they got their little uh, water spouts. From there their are. I mean, holes. they don't come back. They're just like that. I yeah. mean, that level is still weird to me. It is. Because you're just all of a sudden walking on whales, and then they're never there again. Jumping on their flukes. You can jump on their flukes, which is nice. That's the, the whale oh, okay. the tail. On their tail. The whale um, of a tail. On their thongs. I call them thongs. Whale tails. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wrote everyday Birdo here, which is... <laughs> So, Birdo is the the transgender. Uh, um, She's at the end of every yeah. Uh, yeah, at the end of every level except for the last level of each world. But, but then at one point, there's just an everyday Birdo just out in the world, yeah. just hanging out. And then you're like, "What are you doing here?" But then you get to ride her egg all and the then way she across. An egg, but it's just weird. Like I understand mechanically why she's there, but it's weird because. Why they could have just put any other character that doesn't like represent a certain stage of the game. It's kind of strange, but it does like startle you and it makes, I feel like it makes you think like, why are you here? And then you get to this point where you just see this long ocean that you can't jump over. And there's this character that shoots an egg every day. Birdo EB. Thanks. EDB. Thanks. EDB. I like that. I mean, there are a lot of like little elements like that. There are some puzzle solving elements. 
Yeah. And there are a lot of like a little bit. Right. It's yeah. it's fairly linear linear, but one of the things that throws me for a loop and still I still haven't figured it out on all the levels is that the only way you can get to increase your life's life uh stamina uh is to get a mushroom and the mushroom is only available in the upside down right and you have to throw down this potion in a very specific place to trigger the door that allows you to go into the upside down and the upside down doesn't scroll it's just like exactly the screen reverse wherever you wherever you dropped it and if you dropped it out of the range of wherever the fuck that mushroom is you're fucking out of luck yeah um so that's one of the things like Sometimes it means just dropping it where you find it in the earlier episodes, but sometimes that means carrying that potion over several enemies and not dropping it or jumping over rivers and logs and stuff and finding that spot you're supposed to drop it. And there is no indication. Like, here's the place where a mushroom would be. You just have to sort of guess. And uh, that's not really puzzle solving. That's just like. It's just like, uh, did you hear about that guy in the back of the bus who told me where he found it in 5-2? Yeah. Um, but I, there, there is an element I feel like of that with, uh, later Mario brothers games where sometimes I'll be playing later games and I'll be playing with my boyfriend or something and he'll be like, well, how did you know how to jump there? And I was like, I just got a feeling that why would this be here except for there being a weird thing here. And I think that's something that was in Mario one. And I feel like that's something that's still carried over. There's still that feeling in Mario two. Like why would they give me a potion here where I can't drop it? I have to keep carrying this until I find a flat spot and then drop it. Do you feel a little bit like you're Indiana Jones when you find those things where you're like, this brick is worn. I wonder why. And then you push on it and it opens a secret wall and you're like, yeah, motherfucker. You know, I didn't feel like that until just now when you made me feel super cool by saying, do you feel like Indiana Jones? Cool. And me, now I'll say, me, yeah, I me, do feel like that. Me neither. <laughs> um, I do like, really, I forgot about the little banjo ditty when you like finish the, the, the bigger boss levels. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. And also, another. <laughs> this music is great. Uh, it's the same guy that composed the... We'll talk about the origins of the game in a second here, but uh, it was the same guy that composed the music for the original Super Mario Brothers. So even though yeah. it's different music, it's still iconic. It's very good. Uh, I feel like it is, even though most of the music... There are some references to the original game when you go to the Upside Down. Yeah. But I feel like the music is different but it feels like in the same family as the mario brothers yeah, theme song for sure um and also if you pause it just plays the bass line which is kind of awesome like they're like it's like waiting for you to go to the bathroom i did uh the other day i was playing this and tyler came home from work so i was asking about his day and i just put it on pause and it was just like for a long time. I just like the idea that there's like a band and they're just like, wait, <laughs> they're just like waiting for you. Hey, the rest of us are going on a pee break, but Greg, if you could just keep the bass line going. All right, you ready? Two, a one, two, three, four. So let's talk about the origins of this game. We've touched yeah. on it a little bit. I don't know how much more we could really add to it. Yeah. So. First of all, if you're if you're really interested in this, there's like that that documentary is the really gaming historian on Super Mario uh, Brothers two. But the short 
The short way of telling you didn't have as many notes. You want to take it? Like you yes, get the I short will version. take it. Okay. So uh, they eventually, I, in Japan, they created a sequel um, using the same engine and the same graphics yeah. from the original Mario Brothers game that we all know and love. Mm. Uh, but they added harder elements. They added evil mushrooms that would make you shrink or kill you. Um, they would. They added uh, piranha plants that would never stop chomping, even mm-hmm. if you were standing right by the pot. They added Hammer Brothers that would just keep moving forward towards you. Um, it was just a really fucking hard version of the original Super right. Mario Brothers. Um, and it looked... Basically the same. Yeah, the graphics were all the same. The engine was all the same. The plot, I don't think there's a change in plot. It's just a really hard versions of the levels of uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Or Super Mario Brothers, the original. And uh, they were going to release it, and I guess they had a guy in America that would test their games. And he tested it, and he got really frustrated with the game. And... Uh, the first he, thing that happens is he dies. He grabbed an evil mushroom. Yeah. It was a normal mushroom and killed him. Uh, and uh, he uh, told the he gave his notes to the uh, Japanese developers, and uh, they said, "Okay, well, we don't." I think part of the untold story is that uh, the video game industry sort of had a real had hit a crater before the original Mario Brothers and was still working its way back. Right, and. Um, didn't want to take a chance at like really frustrating players with a really difficult version of the game. And I think there was also some lag time before they would actually get it ported to be compatible with the American version uh, of the Nintendo entertainment yeah, system. It was actually, a different so they system. knew it would be like, we'd be sending out a game that was really difficult, looked exactly the same years later. So it would look really outdated by the time it actually hit American shores. And so they had this game that only got released in Japan, uh, which, what was it? It was, the translation was great. It was like Doki Doki dreamland Panic. heart racing panic is the American version, but it was yeah. Doki Doki panic was the name of it. And it had these characters for this like very specific the Japanese dream factory family. Yes, that was it. Yeah. The dream mm-hmm. factory family. Uh, so they replaced the four characters the with Mama the Mario Dad characters. And two, two kids, yeah. yeah. And and that became Mario, Luigi, Princess, and Toad. Yeah. From the look of it, they really didn't change. And they all that had much. strengths and weaknesses, yeah. and uh, they became the the Mario characters. Yeah. It does make sense, like if uh, playing the game with that knowledge, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I still think like there are weird elements where you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um. I th- think though it did. I agree that it like it didn't matter to us. We were just like, yeah, all right, it's a new Mario game. But it yeah. was it was because later when you go back go to Super Mario Bros. Three, they they kind of they they, they don't completely ignore. No shy guy like keeps up like Pokey. I yeah. think shows up in later Mario Brothers but, games. Shy guy shows up. It's more like Super Mario Bros. One than yeah. it is like Super Mario Brothers Two. And you, it's kind of as you as the series goes on over systems and over time, you're like. Oh, that is the weird one. Yeah. Like at the time it was just like, well, this is a new thing. Even the if they characters. kept some of the characters, the idea of like pulling out radishes, jumping yeah. on characters yeah. and throwing them, riding on characters, yeah. uh, those are all very unique to this game. Yeah. It was definitely especially at the time, like it was completely different. Um yeah, and it was a big deal because that was uh we watched some of the uh Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which is 
<laughs> I think While we were watched, eating our dinner. I think we watched it when we watched the movie, but that was episode two. So I honestly, I don't remember of our podcast. It was uh-huh. episode two. Um, but it's terrible. I wouldn't recommend that. But they did like, it came out around the same time. So like a lot of the characters in the cartoon were based on Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, actually, most of them, except for Bowser was in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the ending a little bit uh, of the of the game? So, <laughs> sure. Uh, so you have to defeat Wart, who's yeah. a big m- mean mutant toad uh, or frog. Whatever. Doesn't even seem that mean. Yeah, we don't really know what he, he just did. doesn't like vegetables. Yeah, and you have to. He kidnapped some kids that we never met before. Yeah, or some fairy children or whatever. I don't know how we found out about this. I guess they were screaming from the stairs or something. Uh. And uh, when you defeat him, you have to throw vegetables in his mouth because he yeah. hates vegetables, which kill him, proving to kids that vegetables are deadly. Yeah. And then... Kind of justifies his hate of vegetables. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like Wart was in the right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you release Subcon, the beautifully named uh, fairy characters. And then... And then they hoist his dead body... Yeah, there's a scene where they're they just like pushing you. his dead body across their arms, and they then you they throw him somewhere, the and they cheer, um, which is disturbing. And then Mario wakes up from the dream. And that was it. And, and it's just like what the it's the same feeling of when a shitty soap opera pulls that shit on you. It's or, like, well, what the fuck was the point of that? Or Newhart. Or Newhart. The whole series was mm-hmm. pointless. Yeah. Um. It just it just renders the whole thing like, well, what was I doing? Right. Did you watch? Did Plus, you- Mario has just had a dream where he's in this world with shy guys and sniffets and giant toad creatures, and he's waking up to a world with evil mushroom men, evil turtles, and like a deranged dragon turtle trying to kill him. So it's like, is this what's your dream? These are what your dreams are well, like. Your dreams are based on your life, you know. I guess that's a good point. Um, yeah, <laughs> shut that down. <laughs> so you, ha- did you I guess have- that dream I had where zombies were real was true, or based on my life. Is I, that what you're saying? The only thing is that what you're really- saying. Did you do the? Did you play like the SNES reissues, like the Mario? All-Stars? I mean, that's how I originally actually beat the game because I I had that. It came with my yeah. SNES, and that's how I. I beat the original, or they beat the Reissue. Mario 2 and Mario 3. I beat on Mario All-Stars. Did you ever beat the Lost Worlds? I, I don't think remember. I've ever played it. I can't it. remember if I ever beat it. I think I got really far in it, but it is really fucking tough. Yeah. I think of these, especially of these original, the trio that came out on NES of, of these Mario games, the 1, 2, and 3, I think number one is my least favorite, and I don't think it's because it's not iconic. Because it is it has the you know the best music, and like it uh-huh. started the whole thing, and it's great. But also, it's the hardest. It started the whole thing. Well, it's the hardest. So like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, you get real mad. I get really mad, especially when I was little. You think I get mad now? Imagine a dumber, smaller me. With, Come on, I'm like hitting the thing with less control uh-huh. of his temper and uh, a big sister being like. You, you're never going to beat this. <laughs> and we be like, I am too, Jennifer. You don't know. <laughs> uh, Mario 1 is really hard. Um, I would say Mario 2 is my least favorite, but I don't hate it. Yeah. 
Should we just get to the verdicts now? Yeah, here we go. child is not an idiot it's a fine game if weird that they it seems like an outlier in the whole series but uh it's fine it's Uh, real it's a lot tougher than i remembered playing it again yeah Um, i liked it i think it's great i think it's a good game like i think i think i like it better than the first one get off me having just played for a few minutes the other day of the first one and then a few minutes of this one I think uh, I'd prefer to play the second one because you can pick different characters and have a different experience and you got the floaties and the stuff like that. The floaties? Yeah, with Princess, she floats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do like that the characters have different elements, like different strengths. Yeah. I think that's played well and it's not ridiculous. And I think as you play, like you can sort of strategize with that. Well, actually, I wish you would know more about the level you're about to go into. Right. Because there's literally nothing. nothing. And you can't, once you get in that level, you can't change your character back Until you again. you die, yeah. Um, so it would be nice going so you could strategize a little more, because there's no save system in the original game. You're yeah. just, like, playing. Um, so I wish that that was the case. Uh, what do you guys think? Call our hotline, 615-576-0525. Leave us a message. Tell us we're wrong. Tell us we're right. Just tell us we're right. Just I don't, tell I us. I just can't. I just can't right now with the wrong stuff. Tell us we missed all the best warps. Um, you can also email us, yourinnerchildsandidiot at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, Y-I-C-I-A-I. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Uh Watch our Instagram stories. We've never done one of those. Oh, I've never done one of those in my personal life. I'm not about to start that with you. I'll tell you what. Call our hotline. Leave us a message telling us how to do an Instagram story, and we'll get right on it. Um, you can... Uh, I'm busy that weekend, though. You can, <laughs> you can help support our podcast at youreinachildsanidiot.com, which will lead, us to our, lead you to our Patreon page. Uh, I want to thank some of our current patrons, including Larissa Maestro, Dan McIntyre, yep. Joshua Nicholson, Jonathan Day, and Ghost in the Burbs. Yes. Guys are awesome. Um, You're helping us uh, keep this podcast going. And uh, if anybody wants to help them, go on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash you're in Childs an Idiot. That's it for us. We'll see you next time. That's how you do a piano trill uh, while singing. That's Mouth my favorite heart. part, that uh that triplet, the blah 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 blah. It's a great song. <laughs> <laughs>